Welcome to Running It Back, the lessons learned from sports podcast. Mike Palmer here, joined as always by Tarlin Ray. We're going to talk about John Morant. We're going to talk about lessons learned from what's going on there. Before we do any of that, it's been a little while, Tarlin. How are you doing? So that's an all-time record. We just went 39 minutes mm. of prep, mm. non-prep. Yes. Just getting a chance to catch up. And really, you were trying to, for 35 of the 39 minutes, to explain why you cut me in the South by Southwest yeah. roster. Last year, for those who remember, Palmer, South by Southwest CDU is back. And he is the lead, the first act on the live podcast stage. And I had the privilege of being there with Palmer last year. It's technically an honor and a privilege, but yeah. Act audience of 20 that found their way. Heroic, uh, a heroic uh, audience. We kept them alive, tons of questions. And then I found out through a LinkedIn post when he posted who his guests would be. Yeah. I guess I was no longer available, no longer there. Actually, the reason I wasn't there and quickly want to talk about youth sports because mm. I had an opportunity to take my younger daughter to a volleyball tournament in Vegas, Mandalay Bay, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. I have never seen anything like this industry that is youth girls volleyball, 200 teams, minimum 10 players a team, 2,000 girls, add on all the parents. And it was massive. I've been to convention centers. I've been to trade shows and you're expecting to put up a booth. Yeah. Not to walk in and see 200 sport courts, nothing blocking between the courts, whistles as loud yeah. as ever. I saw the picture. I was saying, hang a curtain. Come on. And just hang a curtain. People competing. We grew up in a totally different era. You went from season to season, played whatever sports you were going to play that season. This is now year round. It's a massive industry. But I would love at some point for all of us parents, and I have no expectation, I just want my daughter to compete, have fun, learn to work through trying times, have a little diversity, know that she can get through it. But if you do the math, there are only so many women's volleyball teams in college, D1, D2, D3, and we have thousands of kids and parents thinking that this is the way they're going to get it. So it's tough, the amount of money that you spend, we talked about the parents like, so why are we paying? Why do we need to pay to come in the building just to see my daughter play? But a massive, massive industry. Proud of the girls. They really fought back. They finished tied for 17th out of 114 teams in their division. Mm -hmm. They had some games where in the one day, two day tournaments leading up to this, if they got down six or seven points, it was a wrap. It was yeah. done. They were they're losing in, that set. They're in the top quintile then, I believe. They were in the gold bracket. Just yeah. their gold, there was silver, there were bronze. Yeah. There was flight one, flight two, flight three, flight four, and flight five. Yeah. They were in the gold. Sure. But proud. More importantly, there were some games that they fought so hard. It was it was great to see. But probably the most nerve-wracking thing. I just have a really hard time. I love watching it, but you rather play. Yeah. And watch your children play because you're just, you're so nervous yeah. for them. But anyways, yeah. I'm back. I'm just letting you know right now, I'm yeah. going to put it on air. I'm going to have a receipt. I'm available just in case you do go back to South by Southwest in 2024, but I, I know you have options. Right. I know we've only done this show like 60 times and I was on training and education, the crossover. 
yeah. five, but yeah. maybe that's not enough. Maybe that's not enough time spent with you. So yeah. anyways, hopefully you can put in a write-in vote for me to make it next year. Yeah. And I'll talk to Ron Reed and Greg Rosenbaum, the guys who run South by Southwest EDU. Shout out to those guys about just cross-referencing the girls' volleyball calendar relative to South by Southwest EDU's SCB, calendar. SCBA, just so okay. they make sure they know the organization. Well, just to do some deconflicting of dates there just to make sure you and your coterie can be in attendance next year. Exciting stuff. It was a great trip down there. And yeah, look forward to doing more. We, we should definitely do more live, figure out how to get in front of some audiences. And meanwhile... I lie because you don't do any editing, do you? You just run the tape. I just mean in front of an audience. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, that's all gold, Tarlin, please. There's no magic of editing to this, the magic of our live flow. It's just like this all the time. But did you shake the magic eight ball? What the heck are we talking about today? What we're talking about today is one Ja Aloysius Morant. No, Demetrius Jamel's okay. Ja <laughs> Morant. Demetrius. <laughs> Jamel Ja Morant. There you go. So I need to take Ja Morant's name out of my mouth. Is that, yeah. it's a Jada Pinkett thing. Shout out yeah. to Will Smith with the Oscars coming. We are talking about Ja Morant. Shout out to Chris Rock. He dropped the mic on Will Smith in his Netflix special. Oh Keep my going. goodness. And Draymond Green broke down some of what Dylan Brooks was talking about similarly, which is related to all this. Dylan Brooks is spouting off with his mouth and his fashion sense. And John Morant, unfortunately, is bringing guns into the equation and is bringing image problems to Adam Silver's NBA that really were not anticipated. 23-year-old transcendent talent in John Morant is now getting caught up in incidents, a series of incidents, enough that it is a pattern, or as my four-year-old likes to say, a pattern. I'm going to use that. Take it, please. But it is a pattern we're seeing here, unfortunately, with Ja. How do you want to kick it up? Ja is must-see TV. Ja, if you watch him at this Grizzlies game, he reminds me of back in the day, not from off-course incidences, but just because he's a transcendent talent, just needing to see Allen Iverson. He just stopped, just wanted to see what he's going to do. Ja, for those who don't know, lightly recruited, totally unranked. We were just talking about the industry that is volleyball, totally unranked by recruiting services, period, coming out of high school. Then gets an offer to go to Murray State, first team all-conferences freshman year, breakout sophomore year, number two pick in the draft. He's rookie of the year, his first year. He's all NBA 2022 and most improved. So you're talking about a guy who... Comes out, he averages 17.8, seven assists, and four rebounds by his third year, 27 points, 6.7 assists, 5.7 rebounds. It's not only he brings an energy, but what most people, especially when they start to tune in second year in Murray State, is he has otherworldly hops. He's 6'2, 174, and you do not want to get in his way. He's a little bit like McClung almost. And he's a Murray State racer. Just to clarify, he's also a racer. Good Googling there. I just want to be contributing. I believe you compared an all-NBA play to Mac McClung, who did save the dunk contest. Yeah. Love, love him for it. Partly because Ja's not in it. And there, yes. But I think that would be an amazing, amazing battle. We love Ja. 
for that. It's a team that was won 56 games last year, tied for the most wins in Memphis Grizzly history. If you remember the grit and grind teams of the past, which we'll come back to. Tony Allen. There it is. And really battling Golden State last year for Western Conference supremacy, a jaw injury in the playoffs really derailed them. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. And so that is, I just want to set the stage, that's jaw. Now, that's all, that's what he did on court. Oh, and there's might've been a year where he and Zion Williamson were on the same team. Are you kidding me? It's been crazy. And jaw is known. He's that guy. He's like that. He is the Rudy of his class. He still reminds you a little bit. Dame Lillard, Weber State, coming out of Oakland, played well there. I never, and he just wasn't appreciated, but he used to, growing up, his dad was a teammate of Ray Allen. He was semi-pro for a while, but is he married to Jamie, who was a point guard and softball player, but ja, the, Jamie was pregnant with Ja, so he said, I'm going to not play overseas and I'm going to be with the family. But he had legendary backyard workouts. They were using tractor tires to practice jumping to land lightly. So you got that background and origin story like, Ja's the guy. Oh, and also his dad did all of this while looking a lot like Usher, you know? Who is at the Luxor because he has a, a residency there. So we were trying to figure out whether to watch the game or we're going to go watch Usher do yeah. his thing. I chose volleyball. Anyways, so Ja, not only we love sort of the underdog story, we've already showed that he has just taken his game, has exploded exponentially, but he also has unbelievable confidence. Some would say he's arrogant. Someone say he's cocky. I did see Someone... cocksure. I saw it. he's cocksure. Someone would say he does a lot of shit talking. Yes. To a point where he said he would absolutely kill Jordan 101. The quote was he would cook him. So that is with Jaw. You have someone who is must watch TV, $193 million contract, leading a Memphis Grizzly team back to sort of their glory days and really unafraid, as he said, there's no one in the West I'm worried about because he thinks they can take it all. Yeah. So what's wrong with Ja? It depends on who you talk to, but Ja has had problems. There was an incident with the Indiana Pacers team bus after a game where he was bringing that swagger and that brash confidence that he brings to the entire team. And it is really the, the kind of makeup of the Grizzlies nowadays is that they're proud of their ability and they'll take anybody on. Things were a little chippy during the game. And then after the game, there was a laser pointer reportedly pointed at the Indiana Pacers team bus from within a car that was part of Jaws entourage that was followed by an incident recently at a mall where Ja had been playing basketball against a teenager. One thing led to another, which resulted in a physical altercation and was threatening more, basically bringing gangster thug life. We, we joke about that type of language, but this is literally that bringing some of that into the conversation. And then most recently, after losing to the Denver Nuggets in Denver, he was on Instagram from a strip club 
dangling something that looked like a gun uh, live on the Instagram. There's this social media platform, Tarlin, called Instagram. I thought it was Just, called InstaFace. Oh, was maybe in, that's, is that Tick Chat? He was Tick Chatting on InstaFace. And it wasn't just InstaFace, sadly, it was also InstaGun. But the question is, A, why was he able to do that? And B, how do we get to him to get him straightened out? Because it does harken back to other incidents we've seen in the past. The name of the show is Running It Back. So we're going to look for lessons from the past that we can bring forward to today. And then also, you know, any advice that we can give to... 23-year-old talent, people in their 20s, people who are starting their professional lives, who are thinking they're invincible, thinking that that irrational confidence is what makes them great. There's a lot for us to talk about in terms of where Ja is now. He's serving a suspension that's at least six games. It's an ongoing situation as we're recording this. Certainly from an image perspective, it does harken back to the Iverson days and some of the things around dress codes and kind of containing the the image of the NBA, which is something we talked about on previous shows. It's a tough situation for Ja. It's a tough situation for the NBA. I know we're trying to wrap our heads around it in terms of a through line. But I don't know where you've landed so far. I hate to do this, but I'm getting a call in from the booth. We do have a new intern. So Barbara yeah. has a new intern there and Maxwell there. So they're fighting to get me new information. I just say, I want to make sure we get a correction in. Okay, it's like that, that those new commercials where they have two people, they get to throw a flag to go yes. back. To see, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw a flag. I'm going to make sure that. I was doing this without notes. We could set the record straight. It's like a game of chicken. You basically throw like, okay, now do the exposition, Mike, explain the thing. I'm like, no, I threw that to you. So you could do that. Please continue. <laughs> I just want to see how you do. So let's talk about things that have happened. Yeah. Yes. He was post a game in Denver tough loss he was in in the strip club and he was flashing a gun that was on ig life it's called ig life okay yes prior to that indiana game his father with t moran with his buddy david pack were jawing at the indiana piece throughout the game david pack actually got thrown out then after the game allegedly in two cars they were waiting for the pacers and their staffers jawing at them for like 20 minutes. One car leaves in the car that John Morant's in, allegedly. And as they were chawing, they say, come get this, come get this. Allegedly had a, one of those red laser pointers that was flashed at the team and staffers as they drove off. And Ja said, they're all lying, but they did their, I'm doing some air quotes, investigation, everything. Yeah. That's still not a correction, but please continue. Yeah, I'm just making sure it wasn't jaw. It was. I, there's a reason I'm saying it was start with T. Then, mom, Jamie Rant, had them all. Let's be accurate. At a finish line store, probably looking to get some shoes. Sure. Got in dispute with a worker. Mom calls jaw. Well, I don't know if mom called Demetrius or jaw, but mom calls Demetrius Demel. Jaw says they're having an issue. And Josh showed up with nine people. And there was an altercation with security guard and some issues at finish line. I mean, I've been to finish line before. It's tough. I'm often heated. It's like going to the DMB. I'm ready to fight. Third, sister at a basketball game was called the B word. Ja, Jamie, 
not to you this time, about five other people then are trying to make their way to get, get at this 17-year-old who disrespected his sister. At one point, someone in Ja's entourage knocks the phone out of the person's hand who's filming. Ja might have, at some point, someone might have flashed a gun. And once again, there's some investigation going on there. So I figured out a little bit for me with Ja is he's a likes to fight guy. And we've all had that person, at least I've had growing up, where you're like in college, you're like having a good time, but then you're keeping an eye on your friend who's got this look in his eye that may have had a couple drinks and you know something's about to happen. And now me, like the fighter, yeah. it's your guy. So right. all of a sudden, you got to back him up. But that to me, Ja, bringing an entourage of seven people with tea, yeah. nine people for his mom, five people for his sister because they got called a word. That's a little bit of who he is right now. So if you run it back to the grit and grind days of Zach Randolph and Mark Gasol and Tony Allen, Shane Battier and Mike Conley. I was going to say Mike Conley's been around forever, so he had to have been there. Then. Sean yeah. Prince to Michael Green, yeah. Jeff Green. They did all the battling and bruising on the court. That's right. But the new version of Memphis, otherworldly talent, the Paul Bunyan and Steve Adams, who doesn't start the fight, but you are never, that's the one dude, literally yeah. the one dude who makes this, I will never fight Steven Adams. He's the strongest dude in the world. Then you got Desmond Bain. He literally looks like Bain. That guy's one muscle. So not that they're likes to fight, but then you got the two dudes who likes the fight, dude. You got Dylan Brooks. Mm-hmm. Well, I really think he's just a likes to fight dude because he's so frustrated by his hair. He is like, LeBron, I've been in your hair club for men for a while, but I still can't cover this up. It's just a slight curl coming down and this yeah. balding everywhere. But he's he making thinks, moves. He's not just shaving it, though. Like, he's he, trying some he stuff. He thinks he's a tough guy. And then he got jaw. So, otherworldly talent that can't switch off that the guy who maybe because he's undersized or maybe because he wasn't respected. He, now he has the respect who can't turn off the sh- talking. So you don't have to, you don't have to edit me out. Palmer. I'll do it myself. Who's cocky and confident, but won't back down from an altercation. That is not life-threatening. That is born out of disagreements, miscommunication, and talking. So that's who he is. And that to me is a reflection of who Memphis is right now. You got some solid guys in Jaron Jackson, who's going to be defensive player of the year. They're finally getting their pieces back. You got Tyus Jones, who surprisingly is a really serviceable guard, even though I got this thing with the Dukies, but he's playing well. Hard to see Brandon Clark tear his Achilles, but he was a flyer off the bench. They brought over Luke Kennard in a trade. So you got a lefty, another dookie to shoot some threes. But then you got two guys, and I would say Dylan's a leader, but two guys that are playing tough guys, and they can't turn off that filter when it's like, when do you walk away? When do you say, is it disrespect and I got to make sure I rep myself? Or is it more important to make sure my family's safe and I just remove myself from the situation? Yeah. 
So anyways, that was, thank you, Maxwell. Was it Barbara, Susan? I can't remember who's up there today. I just want to set the stage. And that was my take on Ja and whether or not I think he just has a really hard time turning on and off. Why does he have to be that guy? Right. And there's something generational going on here too. He's 23 and he is part of the rising talent. He was a couple of ping pong ball bounces away from being a New York Nick. So that still hurts a little bit for those of us. Although we, had, that draft? we did get RJ Barrett. Yeah, you're welcome. But Jalen in Jalen Brunson, we trust we're building something there. There's a culture. There's it's a winning culture. Join us. You can only be on the next if you're a lefty. But I do think it's generational. Even within the NBA, the Grizzlies are very much the young rising team. Taylor Jenkins, their coach, has his hands full in providing enough leadership. You know, there was a quote recently from Dylan Brooks saying that. You know, there's other players. They don't want Mello. They want Udonis Haslam. They want that level of veteran on their bench. Also because similar to Adams, if things go down, you kind of want Udonis on your side. Charles Oakley, Udonis, and Steven Adams. Exactly. But the truth is, for the NBA, Jalen Rose is famous for talking about this. It is very much of a hold me back league and also if you're flashing your gun on insta you're probably not going to shoot it and if you're intimidating people with the laser coming out of your laser coming out of your car you're also probably not going to shoot it hopefully who knows you know if you have the gun the gun's probably going to go off at some point but there is a level to which this is braggadocious this is a little bit of bravado this is showing out so that people think you're hard. There's been pushback from the older generation in the league. Most recently, you know, Draymond Green getting into it with Dylan Brooks about how hard he actually is and whether he has a right to say anything. It is one of those places where I never want to say shut up and dribble because I understand all that is wrong with the history of that we just, language. We just lost 50% of our fans. <laughs> we did Keep lose going. our audience. It was nice telling you. But there is a place where, you know, prove it on the court first. And it's hard because I think he's 23. And this is also a place where, you know, they don't finish college, the college experience. You know, how much mentorship are they actually getting? He's at Murray State. You know, it's probably not as much of a culture as it is the John Moran program when he's there. Then he goes to Memphis. It's basically the same thing. So he can kind of do no wrong. He is the guy and he's transcendent in terms of his talent. If you're Taylor Jenkins, if you're Adam Silver, if you're the leadership for the Grizzlies, if you're even his teammates who are trying to get through to him, what's your message? We run it back because we like looking at history. You have to learn from the past. Talk about cautionary tales. You have guys that have been on top of the world and blown it. And I don't know if it's Jason Williams who shot his driver, Plaxico Burris who shot himself in the leg, went to jail. Yeah. I really point to one guy and it's funny. You said he's 23. This is a person who, who said, listen, he's 23 and people do dumb things when they're 23. And that's one Gilbert Arenas, formerly known as Agent Zero, played for the Arizona Wildcats, joined the draft after two years. They went to the finals, lost to Duke in his sophomore year, his 31st pick, played for Golden State, most improved player, and then got a contract, six years, $60 million contract to the Wizards. There was a four-year run 
where Gilbert Arenas was the guy. 6'4". He was like the bully ball point guard. He was just thick shoulder, could get anywhere on the court. At one point, scored 60 on Kobe and the Lakers. Talked about it. That was probably a mistake. But over a four-year stretch, 19.6 points, five assists, 4.6 rebounds. 25.5 points, 5.1 assists, 4.3 rebounds. 21.3 points, 6.1 assists, 3.5. And then spiked to 29. In that four-year stretch, three all-stars, four straight years that the Wizards went to, not the Bullets, the Wizards went mm. to the playoffs, and a couple things happened. Randomly, someone fell into his leg and had an MCL injury, and Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas being Gilbert Arenas, got in a battle with the staff, whether or not he should come back. So there's all this controversy whether or not they didn't protect him and he shouldn't come back so fast, but he kept having to have injury or surgeries on the same knee. So injuries happen. And if you look at Jaw's career, he's not played a complete season. Last year, they were better than the Warriors. Jaw doesn't get hurt. They beat the Warriors. Jaw got hurt this year again. So injuries happen. Things can get taken away from you in a heartbeat. So that's why I think about Jaw and his four-year stretch. It's very similar numbers. He's topped out at 27 points and Gilbert's 29. Yeah. They do things that no one else can do. Mm -hmm. Gilbert was... One of the early bloggers, he was promoting himself. He at one All-Star game. He did make the All-Star game when Jermaine O'Neal was injured. He basically talked himself into the All-Star game. If there was IG and what do they call likes? Whatever. He's a podcaster. Yeah, he'd be all world. He owned branding and talking to directly to fans before anyone else. And he's agent zero because he was number zero. And now the NFL is coming around to allowing zeros as numbers in the NFL following the lead of Agent Zero and the NBA has been doing it for years. And, and he was early before what we see now. He was pulling up from everywhere. Yes. And then we had the incident where players were playing cards on the plane. Issues happen. Javaris Crittenden. That issue, both of them show up in the locker room with guns. Javaris is is loaded, Agent Zero's not. They both get suspended for a full 2009-2010 season. Yeah. Agent Zero comes back. He plays, but only plays two or three more seasons, and he's done. Yeah. So I just want to use it as everyone thinks at 23, it can't happen to me. The Jay Williams, all-world number two pick out of Chicago Bulls. I, it won't happen. I'm going to ride a motorcycle. There's no way I get hurt. And his career is over. He yes. was the dude. Mm -hmm. It's still so sad to see him only sit up there talking about the game versus playing the game. And at times, hard to watch him listen. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. So if you're going to do anything, and it's hard to do. Hey, Ja came out quickly and apologized. I think Taylor Jenkins and the Memphis Grizzlies was handling this right. Like, you got to step away from the team. Yeah. He's not. He's going to continue to play. Hey, if. Kobe can come back. I'm sorry to say from whatever, from the situation that happened in Denver, Jaws fine. If Kyrie can come back from everything that's happened, Jaws fine. But just look at history because this can get taken in a heartbeat. And Jaw, you're injury prone. You don't need, if something happens and you hear it through hand that someone's mad, don't take on someone else's energy. That's not your job. You're not in the front. Shaq had a massive entourage. My first job out of college, I worked for Shaquille O'Neal's clothing company. It's called Twism. The world the is world mine. Says world, from, world is mine. And Shaq had Kenny and Dirk. 
and other people who took care of stuff. Shaq didn't need to go out if something hurt something. So LeBron, and they compare LeBron. LeBron had his guys around him, people he played with, but his group was thinking about how are we going to make money? Right. How are we going to take care of our own business? How are we going to control our IP? How are we going to level ourselves up? He's not so a businessman. He's a business, business, man. He's a business, man. So it's just the cautionary tale that he doesn't need to be that guy. Don't take on everyone else's energy, conflicts. Because if you don't show up for that, it doesn't mean you don't love them. And yeah. it will be a reflection to help others around you walk away, walk away. It will be a challenge, though. Because the child who's the likes to fight guy is often born from parents that are likes to fight people. Mm -hmm. And T, who's not on the court talking that much to the team, there's a little something in him. Yeah. And Jamie, it truly is hard buying shoes at the finish line. But if she has that much fire buying shoes, then it's a whole community around him. It's all ecosystems that needs to just take a breath. Yeah. And if something happens, walk away. Yeah. Because you got a lot riding on making sure you get the last word. Yeah. And then part of what's riding is a contract with Nike, which is also about selling shoes. How much is the, this activity is going to drive shoe sales versus put his entire contract at risk? How much of this image is something that he will be able to cultivate? And at what point? Does he cross a line he can't go back from? This feels like about as far as you could go and still come back and be okay. Speaking of guns in the NBA, it does remind me a little bit about Rodman's gun incident. He was suicidal back in 1993, and Chuck Daly had to come and catch him and provide him the supports that he needed. It does feel like it's a test of the NBA's culture, Jaws culture, the Grizzlies organization, the city of Memphis who's still suffering from the Tyree Nichols incident, which, which happened there. And even the location of the FedEx arena is blocks away from places where shootings happen and gun culture is a real problem in our urban areas. It also, to me, connects to Alexander Hamilton, where the dueling culture is the other one as a cautionary tale where you don't want transcendent talent to be snuffed out i'm not going to sing from hamilton but this is my opportunity come on you only have one shot in the room where it happens the other just quick note and i'd love to hear more from you is if you are going to go into that crittenden arenas situation why are you bringing unloaded gun you know you're just gonna you're gonna set someone off and especially in the cultures that ja is in right now it's not like you should bring a loaded gun, but the idea of appearing as though you might do something when you face someone who will in fact do it, they're going to strike first and strike last, a la Aaron Burr. Listen, Gilbert Arenas has it right. We've all done dumb things. The other thing he says, we act like 23 is super old. It's yeah. not. Still learning how to be an adult. So I'm just reflecting on what it looks like from the outside. I'm reflecting on who he's showing up as, as the likes to fight guy. There's enough evidence to show. Mm. I don't care whether or not there wasn't a red laser pointer. There's enough evidence to show that if someone says something happened to someone, your people, someone that you're close to, you will be there. 
yeah. then you're going to elevate, you're going to escalate the issue. So I would say, whether you bring a gun at all, and I'm not one ever to say that's the way to solve an issue. He just, you just got to learn from your mistakes. And this was the first thing that's happened that's made him pause because these incidents that we've talked about have been happen happened over the last 12 months, but nothing has stopped him from just being him. Yeah. So to have a real reflection, Jaw's going to take two games off. Really? Oh, that's good. He's going to really, okay, maybe now it's four. You should really take, what are they going to do? Like really take stock. Like this can be taken away. Yeah. That's the only way you learn. And listen, he's not labeled for the rest of his life. Allen Iverson, who went through a terrible incident where it wasn't him, but there's, there was a melee start. I'm like, he was able to continue with life. People make mistakes. Yeah. My only thing I'm to reflect is I hope that he actually has to spend time and not only himself, but with his team, mm -hmm. his parents, and everyone else to reflect and say, oh, this can get taken away. So what do we do to course correct? And that's, everyone should get a second, third chance. He may have issues with the 17 year old mom who were traumatized and felt like their life was threatened. I guess the case is closed in the end of Pacers and that team. Colorado was pulled up a case where we're looking into carrying a gun into an establishment, but they're not going to press any charges. So things are happening, skating, but hey, you're, you're threat, you're on a thin ice and hopefully he just takes a pause in the same way. Listen, Meta World Peace, formerly Ron Artest, who is that other dude? So we got a, that's the final four, the Mount Rushmore of, I don't want to fight that dude. Queensbridge, he, tr true warrior, Ron Artest. He, he learned a similar lesson after the malice in the palace. And I just hope that he takes pause. That's all we can do in life when you make a mistake. And I want to truly show up a different way. Don't lose the cockiness. Be arrogant. Say that no one can take you in the West. But you got to turn that off in different parts of your life. Mm -hmm. And look at the people who are surrounding you. Hopefully they can point Ja in the right direction because what he can do on the court is truly transcendent. And it's something for us to continue to track as the NBA heats up. Also, as a tease for an upcoming episode, there is a documentary out on Showtime called New York City Point Gods, NYC Point Gods. I'm in the middle of it. Tarlin just watched it. It is something we'll be covering soon. That's must watch. That's homework assignment. What was in the water to breed so many dominant point guards out of New York City. So just that's a tease. And then a second tease that's coming is we're going to talk about innovators in sports. And the jumping off point for that was watching the Bill Russell documentary on Netflix. So we're teasing the next two shows. It's all figured out. This is the power of planning. Tarlin, thank you for joining us on today's show. My pleasure. And for our listeners, hopefully you enjoyed what you're hearing. If you do, please subscribe. Visit us at runningitback.fm. We'll be back again soon. This is Running It Back. <laughs>